For many employees, getting their first job at OHSU is only the beginning of a long career. Lisa spoke with two employees about their individual career paths and how they use professional development resources to maximize their success. It's Tuesday, April 23rd, and this is OHSU Week. I'm Patrick Holmes. And I'm Lisa Carter. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. So looking back at this past week, what were some of the news highlights? Well, we do want to remind everyone of the Information Privacy and Security Essentials Training, which is required of all employees and students by April 30th, so just about one week to go. Uh, and I still need to do mine. As do I. I'll tell you, though, people are winning prizes right and left. So the sooner you and I get it done, the sooner we'll have a chance at some of those cool things. So what else made the news? There was an interesting Spark feature focused on sustainability and specifically things each of us can do within our work unit to make it healthier environmentally. That's the one that featured the 14K bone marrow transplant unit, correct? Yeah, the 14K unit earned a sustainability at work certification for some of the things they've done. And I loved some of the ideas. What were some of those ideas? Well, something as simple as changing the default on your printer to print double-sided is just one example of small things that most of us can do that really make a difference over time. And of course, last Friday was the launch of OHSU Now, our new communications platform for employees. And I see you're sporting some new socks today, Patrick. (laughs) That's right. We're encouraging everyone to download the OHSU Now mobile app. And for those who do, we're giving away free socks. Oh, and where could I get some free socks? There'll be several locations around campus this week where you can pick them up. So um, actually just go to now.ohsu.edu and and you'll find that schedule. Um, It's on the post with the welcome video. Excellent. So on to our main story. I had the pleasure of meeting and talking with two OHSU employees who turned their first jobs at OHSU into very rewarding career paths. JD, Jillian, Molly, welcome to OHSU Week. Why don't we start with just very brief introductions, if you could tell us your name and what your current role is at OHSU. Yeah, I'm uh, JD or Joseph Dargis. Been at OHSU for just over six years. I'm currently the supply chain operations supervisor within logistics, but I've held multiple roles within logistics. And uh, my name's Jillian Martin, and I'm a project coordinator at the Knight Cancer Institute. And um, I work on their events team, which is under the umbrella of uh, marketing and communications at the Knight. And my name is Molly Clayson. I work for the Career and Workplace Enhancement Center, better known as the CWE Center, as the Program and Outreach Coordinator. So we're here today to talk about career development. And JD, let's start with you. You mentioned having held several different positions in logistics. Um, To start, when did you start at OHSU and in what role? Uh, February 25th, 2013, as a property specialist to equipment operator working out of the warehouse. And what inspired you to make a change? How long did you work in that position, and when did you start to think about your own career development? I mean, when I started working in logistics, I came from small businesses, um, so getting used to the bigger corporation, bigger company. Um, but within logistics, there's so much opportunity and growth and different avenues. And the longer I worked within logistics, the more I realized like, where I fit in, what my niche was, where I could be successful and put my skills and tools um, in the right place. And so when positions became available, I just seek them out and search for them. And over the years, I've de- it's allowed me to develop a lot of um, good tools and resources and knowledge um, that helps me be successful in my current role now. 
And Jillian, what about you? What was your initial role at OHSU and what year? Yeah, so I started in October 2014, and uh, my initial role here at OHSU was I was an administrative assistant in the technology transfer and business development office. And did you have an idea when you started of where you wanted to go? Not really. I think I think when I started, you know, much to echo what JD was mentioning, you know, I, I knew that there was opportunity for growth at OHSU, but I didn't really know what that would look like over time. Um, but I think that, you know, administrative work, you, you end up wearing a lot of hats. And one of the things that I did in addition to just general, general office support was events. That was just one aspect of my job. And um, after getting a little taste of that, I realized I, I really, really liked it. Um, and so um, that kind of really kind of pushed me to go in that direction, having those little projects here and there on the side. And did you move directly into your current role from that initial role, or was there more of a path? Um, so, so I was at Tech Transfer for about a year and a half, and then in uh, the spring of 2016, um, I moved over to the Knight Cancer Institute um, as an um, administrative coordinator, strictly working on events. Tell me about the role the CWE Center played in your career path, JD. Um, from day one, I've always been super focused on you know taking advantage of all the resources and opportunities and education options that OHSU provides. So, took advantage of their tuition reimbursement program um, and done the leadership and training programs. And then now being a supervisor, I've got a lot of classes I have to take in regards to communication. Um, and that kind of stuff. So it's been highly involved. I mean, I'm, I just took a class last week. Do you find it challenging to balance uh, the daily demands of your work and also investing in your own professional development? Yeah, it's a balance and just, just scheduling it out. You know, there's so many different classes. You know, if you're looking for one specific class, sometimes it can be hard to find the time to squeeze that in or make the time for that. But if you just take advantage of the opportunities when they come up, then you can, you can balance it out. Yeah. And Jillian, what about you? So I've been taking classes through the CWE pretty much since I started. Um, I was really excited when I started working at OHSU to, to see that that was a, an offering for employees. It was great. So I took a variety of classes, but um, thinking about you know events and kind of where I wanted to go, um, the classes that stood out the most were the project management series, and um, that was really helpful to me. Um, and then I also uh, took advantage of the, the PDRP, the Professional Development Reimbursement Program, uh, for tuition reimbursement when I eventually went to grad school. Um, and I'm also relying on that now to work on a certification. So I'm interested in what sort of challenges did each of you face along the way, and what did you do to overcome those? Jillian, any ideas? I, you know, to go back to that issue of time management, I think that's always a challenge um, to make time for yourself. I mean, we all have very busy lives and very busy jobs. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it is hard to fit some of those things in. JD, any thoughts? Yeah, I've got a couple of thoughts. I mean, just originally the challenge of getting hired here. You know, I mean, at some point I decided I want to work at OHSU. You know, and I was working, I was managing small businesses, construction companies, doggy daycares, you know, which was fun and it paid the bills, but it wasn't like a career. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I decided I wanted to work at OHSU. I applied for lots of jobs, you know, not getting jobs, going on interviews. Um, you, at the time, it feels like a setback or you get frustrated, but I always encourage other staff to, to do those interviews because every time you do an interview or you put yourself out there, you're letting people know that you're interested and you're engaged and it's, it's good practice. And I mean, looking back at the time, I was disappointed or frustrated that I didn't get positions, but I'm happy with the role I have now and I wouldn't want it to be any other way. So like those setbacks, you know, made me who I am today and have allowed me to be in the position I'm in. So 
What did you find uh, kept you motivated during those setbacks? I mean, just having the right people in my corner. I mean, logistics as a whole, I've got lots of good role models and people that are there to go to bat for me um, and I, I look up to and um, just knowing that there's lots of other options. Molly, do you find that the uh, the typical employee accessing services at the CWB Center, is that a common story where they've had, um, they've struggled to find work? So I think that it is a really common story. And I also want to echo that theme of resilience, of um, not taking immediate success or immediate plans following through as a sign of your own failure. I'm in the process right now of making posters for, I think, about 20 employee success stories. And that's a real theme I see come through is this notion of resilience and not personalizing rejection, not personalizing immediate success, but asking yourself, how can I network better? How can I better understand the needs of the organization and then build my skills to really meet those needs and align with my career goals? Uh, If each of you could name one thing, whether it's a person or maybe it was a certain program or resource that was kind of the turning point in your career path uh, and really gave you that momentum that you needed, what would it be? You know, I think uh, there aren't a lot of events events jobs on campus. And so I I just, you know, I I happened to be at the right place at the right time. And just through through networking, essentially, is how I was tipped off to the job, which was kind of a reconfirmation that networking is really important, I think, yeah. to your career success. And it's a small community, OHSU. Um, so um, for me, finding this job um, was really a turning point um, because I think it was the first time in my career that I had like made a decision that like, I want to do this. That's what I want to do is events. And, um, you know, being able to have that opportunity to do that you know, full time is is wonderful. And it's it really was a game changer for me. JD, any thoughts? I think there was different people that were instrumental at different times. I mean, as a whole, the logistics team, um, they were all willing to, you know, give me that chance and that opportunity to, to prove myself. Um, so I'm surrounded by a lot of people um, that want other people to be successful. And I strive to do that as well now that I'm in a position to do that, you know, bring people along with us and give people opportunities to be successful. So... Molly, from your perspective, how critical is that uh, manager support? I think that it's absolutely critical, right? The CWE Center really measures its success by how many frontline staff we reach. But we could not reach a lot without the help of managers. And we love stories like JD's where someone goes from using those resources themselves to paying it forward and helping their team have access and continuing that atmosphere of growth and support. What would each of you say to an employee who is ready to make a change, they're committed to their own development, but they're just not sure where to start? What is a good first step, Uh, Jillian? I definitely think that the CWE class offerings are a great place to start. I mean, not just for the class content, but I think one of the unforeseen um, benefits from those classes is that you get to understand how all the different parts of OHSU work, and you're maybe exposed to other areas that you may not even realize exist. I mean, people use that word siloed a lot uh-huh. to describe OHSU, but I, I think you know there's a certain amount of responsibility on the individual to kind of get out of your area, and that was one of the great things about those classes, too. You know, you'd walk away learning something entirely new about the institution or meeting somebody from a different part of um, campus, and um, 
I think just talking to people um, in those in those environments can be really helpful um, when it comes to exploring career opportunities. And Molly, how would an employee get a sense for what is available to them through the CWB Center? Sure. The best place to explore your resources is O2, the CWE Center's O2 site, and that is o2.ohsu.edu slash CWE Center. If someone is not in a place where they're ready to maybe enroll in a class, what other resources would be available for someone who's kind of wanting to take that first step of exploring? Absolutely. And we also understand that OHSU is a 24-hour organization, so many folks unfortunately can't come to our classes, so we try to offer alternative resources. One of the best ones really is LinkedIn Learning. There's over 11,000 video-based classes, and there's quite a lot on career exploration and strategy, ranging from identifying what career interests you have to improving a resume, and we even have specific collections of recommended LinkedIn Learning content related to career development on our O2 site. So that's one option. Uh, There's also the opportunity for AFSME represented staff to meet one-on-one with a career counselor. And how would someone schedule an appointment with the career counselor? All they need to do is call the CWE Center. Um, Our career counselor is very busy, so I recommend planning as far out in advance as you can. But Christine Lundin is fantastic. She's a licensed therapist, um, and it's confidential, one-on-one, a really positive way to get tailored advice. And of course, one of the things the CWE Center offers is the annual Employee Career Fair, which is coming up next month. So tell us when that is and what employees can expect if they stop by. So this career fair is taking place on Wednesday, May 8th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. in the BIC Gallery. Folks can register on Compass, and we hope they will so we can have enough pizza. Um, But folks can also just swing by the day of uh, if that ends up happening instead. All kinds of departments are going to be there to represent what they're looking for and what kind of opportunities they have. If people want to learn more, they can go to the CWA Center O2 site and see a full list of current committed departments and learn a little bit more about the day of schedule. Soon we'll also be opening registration for informational interview slots as well as resume critique slots. And I know logistics will be there and we have current employees now that got hired from the career fair. So Oh that's excellent. So you both will be there, I'm guessing. Yep. I think so. That's the plan. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I'm curious, what's next for each of you in terms of your own career paths? So I actually just finished grad school in June or June of last year. Oh, congratulations. So congratulations. Thank you. So the last few months I've just kind of been getting my bearings and getting my life back. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been nice. Uh, I want to definitely continue working in events in some capacity. Um, and right now I am working on getting a certification, a certified meeting um, professional credential. Wow. So hopefully we'll be getting that soon. And again, taking advantage of some of the CWE resources um, to help pay for that. Um, And um, I don't foresee myself leaving OHSU anytime soon. I really like working here and I feel like um, every day I come to work, I'm challenged and I love the people I work with. And um, it's just an interesting place to be. I'm pretty content right now. I'm I'm new to the supervisor role. It's been about seven months. I mean, I love working in logistics. I don't see myself leaving, but there's multiple avenues I can go from where I'm at now. But for now, just kind of stay where I'm at and, and uh, learn as much as I can and be as productive and successful as I can in my current role. So, Great. Well, OHSU is very lucky to have both of you. 
And I want to thank you for sharing your stories today. Thank you. It was a pleasure being here. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, you may be wondering about the new format. In response to your feedback, we'll be experimenting with some changes. In addition to our main interview, my colleague Lisa Carter will be joining me each week to briefly talk through some other top stories. Let us know what you think. And as always, thank you for listening. OHSC Week is a production of Strategic Communications. This episode was produced and edited by Lisa Carter and Josh Anderson. I'm Patrick Holmes. And I'm Lisa Carter. See you next week.